The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists, and ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sophia Lopercaro, and this episode's guest is Micey. Micey is an artist based in London, England. On her latest EP, Joyride, she explores the complexity and heartbreak of a long-term relationship. We discuss the ways we protect ourselves in relationships, the forces, both internal and external, that can drive people apart, and discovering that, in the end, there's still light at the end of the tunnel. I felt like I needed to read the EP almost as a linear story. Is that the right way or the wrong way to listen to it? Pretty much a linear story. Yes, it is. Um, It spans over a five-year relationship. Um, Most of it is a lot of external influence that kind of basically broke down my relationship. And yeah, after the storm, the end is essentially the light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. Yeah, I felt that. Well, we're going to go through a track by track because since it's a story, we might as well go through it that way. Um, The way that I, again, what I always do here is I sort of tell people how I saw it and then you tell me the ways that I'm right or completely incorrect. And (laughs) and we chat through it and we talk about the stories behind it to whatever degree you want to talk about them. Um, So as we kind of went through the arc of the story of the EP, I felt like I started watching someone who was very, very protective of themselves, just like, nope. I don't want this if you're not serious. And then eventually the person, okay, so you, you cave in, um, you become sort of ultra protective of the relationship as I think we all do when we're in the honeymoon phase. It's like, you know, this is my person, you know, everything's great. Leave me alone. You don't understand. Um, and then, you know, as, as life comes in, as the honeymoon phase ends, things start to get a little bit rocky and there's questions. And then after the sort of first high and first low, you start to gain some clarity and you can kind of figure it out. So basically, long story short, we're going through all of the ways that I think that we all kind of try and protect ourselves throughout just facing love and facing the potential of heartbreak. 100%. But there. You have it. You literally have it. I uh, I think it's um, throughout the EP. I I definitely definitely am going through a lot of in denial. And is that the word? Is it in denial? I'm going through in denial. <laughs> I'm in denial for a lot of the EP. Um, yeah. In the sense of um, 
yeah, I, I, I couldn't really accept the idea of this relationship ever ending. It was never a, it was never an option. This person was something that I thought I would be a long-term partner for the rest of, of my life. Um, and I've always been very, yeah, protective. This is the first ever kind of serious, serious relationship I'd ever been in in my life. So I'm I'm essentially fighting through, really spending through all of the songs I'm fighting through, um, not wanting it to end. And and um, yeah, I've I've just had to kind of face. I realized that I faced the reality of, of, of the situation and it's very easy to kind of like, look, look elsewhere, but what's in front of you and seeing the kind of dreaming about the future, dreaming about where you could be or how things could be with someone instead of actually like looking at the reality of who that person is and what situations are right in front of you right now. Um, so yeah, I was going through it on this EP. <laughs> I mean, we all do at some point. That's the the joy of life, I think. Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's. 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 The joy of life is actually the bad and the good times. It's the bad and the good. Yeah, is what I've realized. Totally. I think I had a similar conversation about this. Was it, I think me and Fani used, talked about something similar at one point, just this concept of, of, again, taking the bad with the good. You really, really have to. And I think that true good comes from embracing both. It's like, I guess a, a healthier, more big picture good. Actually, it's something I often kind of call it big picture happiness. It's, right. you know, are you fulfilled and are you content in the bigger sense rather than in the little moments where everything's either perfect or everything is terrible, you 100%, know? 100%, 100%. Yeah, it's, it's the highs and the lows are a part of it. Sometimes it's so easy to kind of, I can't lie, during this, during the process especially, I feel like I was coasting emotionally coasting within my relationship so kind of just going through the waves of it and not really acknowledging the lows and the highs of it um but yeah it's definitely it's definitely a part it has to be a part of it it can't just all be perfect and rainbows I, I literally used to think that like relationships had to be perfect and that they had to be you know you find the perfect person does that even exist you find the perfect person um but you know when you actually get with them and you're in a relationship with them you start to see they start to obviously reveal things that you've never really seen before and that could be the first year or the second year or even the third year you're still getting to know who that person is and um yeah I used to I was in a weird it's not a weird mindset it's kind of like a dream world I've, I've always kind of been in this fantasy world to be honest but um I, I I I did have this tendency of just thinking everything was meant to be perfect and meant to be it's like no in order for me to learn within my relationships even my friendships I have to you know I've got to see the ugly bits 
as well as the pretty bits. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I mean, look, we all grew up on a diet of Disney movies and romantic <laughs> comedies, so, like, you're not alone in in feeling that way. I think uh, that this lesson that you're going through, both obviously in your own life and as it's shown in the EP, is so very normal because, again, we've all been sort of fed a very distorted view of what relationships... 100%. And also life. Like, I always say one of my... One of the expressions that annoys me more than anything else is the expression, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Um, it bothers the hell out of me because yes. it nearly destroyed my own relationship with my career because I was like, why don't I like everything I'm doing all the time? Do yes. I actually hate it? Because so it's the same, like this concept of a perfect relationship or a perfect mm -hmm. career or a perfect, sure. you know, even like being a musician sucks sometimes and that's okay like of course it does of course it, it it's it's not realistic for me to have a smile on my face and it's basically toxic positivity basically and I didn't realize what that was until like probably like two years ago I went through a situation where I can't remember someone just said to me I'll just be positive just be positive they're just like no, I need to feel what I'm feeling. I've got to acknowledge what I am feeling right now. And that's not good. I don't feel good. And that's okay that I don't feel good. It's very interesting that it's, yeah. wow. Yeah, life-changing stuff when you start to kind of like just open up to, to, to realize what actually that is. Yeah. It's glazing over. It's like glazing over like Krispy Kreme donuts. It's like it's it's just glazing over and not it's not realness. It's not real. That's not real to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, connecting this to the EP, particularly the kind of beginning of it. So so Joyride, you know, the song itself is very much saying, you know, like, I don't want this unless you're serious. You know, like I want a long drive. I don't want a joyride. And <laughs> with everything that we're saying first of all before you're saying you had this kind of denial around not wanting the relationship to end this is kind of not wanting the relationship to begin until you're <laughs> totally certain and i think when you're conditioned to look for something perfect now obviously we all need to protect ourselves we all need to stand up for our boundaries and stuff that's important but mm -hmm. we can also when we think that we need to look for this perfect person completely shut ourselves off and just be like, if this isn't exactly what I want and I'm a thousand percent sure that it's what I want, nope, I don't want you to come near me. And so given everything that we've just discussed, I wonder if those are kind of like the things happening in that first bit of the EP. 100%. I'm essentially testing the waters, but at the same time, I'm... I've I've been through things before where I've seen this type of behavior. This is the thing. I totally know that this guy is like breadcrumbing his love and is not fully, fully giving and fully, fully committing to me. Um, and essentially just giving excuse. The whole, you know, that whole thing of like going with the flow. I'm not too sure about that. That I, I just kind of see that as an excuse, if I'm very honest with you. Um, just going with the flow and and you know not knowing where you're going there's people out there that know what they want and you know know that they're not looking for something you know um 
casual or whatever, but that's not what I wanted. For me, it was all or nothing. And um, don't play me about, but obviously, of course, subconsciously, I know I'm wasting my time because <laughs> I can't convince you. I shouldn't be having to convince you to to be serious with me. You you should know that. You should know, right? <laughs> yeah. No, you're. That's totally fair. And for the record, when I say like you know the kind of overprotecting ourselves, that doesn't mean that there isn't also this very very valid side of being like. I don't want to deal with someone else's crap because, you know, been there, done that, you know, dealing with other people's crap and seeing the ways people can lead people on or just half commit or sort of pop in when they feel like and then disappear. Like, don't get me started. Um, you know, I I also am a lady in the dating world who unfortunately is attracted to men. God help me. Um, so so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting how, at least this is just my perspective, how those two things, like the kind of very valid, important self-protection can also sometimes even interact with the more like fearful, sort of like everything needs to be perfect side of things. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely was, definitely was a joyride. Let's just say that. Hence the title. It mm -hmm. definitely felt like that. It felt just very fast and just not knowing where where we were going. And that's a long time. Five years is a very, it's a long time. I, a lot has happened. And to be honest, I'm going to be honest, like I don't even feel like the, the, the EP would even completely conclude those five years. There's so much that has gone on in that time in that time so much happens during that time and so many lessons as well um but yeah 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 well i think i mean that's definitely fair because one of the cool things about the ep is that it deals with the not not superficial but the more almost like playful tones around what's happening like again this more allegory of a joyride or like talking about like hookups like on gin and juice but then you have the second song birthstones that feels like mm -hmm. it it just feels a little bit deeper and like there's more like yeah. almost either existential questions around this relationship like it feels like someone wondering if there's like more like outer forces keeping two people apart like whether it be bad timing or one person's insecurities maybe even wondering if the reason they won't commit is more just their own like inner turmoil rather than just like superficial stuff um yeah there's just again it just feels like there's this like bigger sense in what's going on in this song for sure absolutely completely completely it's all kind of really birthstones it's all um it's all external <clears throat> it's all outside influence that is affecting the relationship and that had happened really to be honest from the very beginning of before getting into the relationship um really birthstones was at a time it, in the period of the pandemic in lockdown where um my partner my ex didn't had to choose essentially from home choose home or me even though that that wasn't you know it's I'm not <laughs> it wasn't like a thing of like you've got to choose me or you've got to choose your family it wasn't it was never ever ever a thing to do with that but it was more to do with like kind of the unknown of not knowing what 
was really going to happen in the pandemic and um you know whether he was going to stay or whether he was going to you know go back home and home is sea for him home is Italy home is the beach home is all of these things and yeah I just wanted to use that imagery um within the song and and yeah that 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 external influence including family including friends including all of those things I I I'm saying like I I you know I will support whatever you I will support whatever you choose to do and I love you regardless but I do want to fight for this relationship if it doesn't work out then cool okay we'll go our separate ways but like can we at least try can we at least you know wait out the situation let's wait out the situation because I knew that if if he chooses to just leave if he chose to just leave me I'm not gonna lie it was just gonna be over I've no, I'd be done. I'd be done with that. I've been very patient with you. And yeah. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of adding on to that, the sort of image of, of birthstones, which I think is a really cool image of external forces, because, you know, like our birthday is something that's out of our control. And yeah. I was Googling um, what the different birthstones were, and I found something that I thought was really interesting. Because, hold on, I have it in my notes, but I know that green is is May, which is also my mother's May birthday, so I know that she's the emerald. Red is July, but I found something really cool, which is that the birthstone for March is green, but it actually has little red flecks in it that almost look like blood, which is really cool in the image that you, you know, are painting in the song. Thank you. I mean, yeah, his birthdays in may mine's in july ah <laughs> and um yeah and yeah there was a little thing about that with um he'd got me a bracelet that we've got match we, we had made matching bracelets as well with our birthstones in it so yeah it's a bit deep <laughs> it's really deep <laughs> with all of that again even though march has nothing to do with this i thought it was so fascinating to find out there's a stone that actually is green with red flecks i thought that was kind of it's beautiful anyway we're gonna move on to gin and juice which feels kind of ironic going from like marriage to let's talk about alcohol and just drinking and hookups you know the opposite but um what i thought was particularly cool about the song obviously it's you know it's got the more like playful cheeky side to it it kind of has a similar thematic vibe to joyride but what I love about this song is that it's sort of the turning point of the EP and that this is the the cave-in moment because the end of the song, there's literally a switch in the chorus. It goes from the earlier versions of the chorus have the line, I love it when you catch my eye to I love it when you do it right. And it's literally like going from looking at someone from a distance to being like, okay, like I'm in, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I love that. Um yeah. Yeah. I'm human. Just you are like, human. Yeah. We are human. As humans, we have wandering eyes. When especially when in times of 
especially low times within our relationships, sometimes that can happen where your eyes are just kind of one's on the right side, one's on the left side, essentially. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. Sam a party. I'm a gin drinker. I love gin so much. I'm like a gin connoisseur. <gasps> I am actually known for converting a lot of people into loving gin, people that haven't liked gin into loving gin. And love essentially I see this like song as kind of like a, like me making a love potion of gin and juice because I'm going to reel you in baby, essentially. <laughs> Even though I'm not meant to. Even though you're not good for me. Yeah. We'll see. So what this song actually is, is just propaganda for getting people to drink gin. Essentially, yeah. Okay, noted. <laughs> All right. So now that we know what it's actually about, we're going to move on to the next song, um, which is You Don't Know Nothing, which... Um, also, you mentioned that he was Italian. I am Italian. So this idea of... A protective Italian mother. It's like, yeah, that tracks. Um, <laughs> Literally. Literally. Yeah. 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 I know yeah. how we are. Um, and also, if he's from the beach, he's Southern Italian. And same. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, we are a Where hot... Are from in Southern Italy? Italy? So, it's my grandparents. Um, yeah. I'm a couple generations down. But... Yeah my my paternal grandfather is from Puglia oh god you, he is a Puglia boy isn't he and we are like Actually. fiercely protective of of like our kids yeah <clears throat> yeah essentially like we're from two different cultures mm -hmm. and it was a very interesting experience and a first time experience for him to be of course with a black woman um so being from a town that is so 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 small in the southern 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 part of italy um there were a lot of questions and a lot of essentially just a lot of questions that maybe perhaps would have never really been asked if we were in London, for example. Mm. So just, yeah. um, and I think, I, I do feel like there was uh, like uh, each to their own because everybody has like a different experience, stuff like that. It's not just like a, like a wash of generalization. Um, yeah, from my own personal experience, there was just a lot of judgment upon the relationship and upon, um, people not really actually knowing me and coming with the kind of assumptions of who I was, even as a musician, sometimes I think, and this is not just for Southern Italy, I mean, just in general, for musicians that I've had conversations with, <clears throat> there's always, you know, there's always those family gatherings that you have and someone's like, so how's music going? Like, aren't you going to go on X Factor? You should go on X Factor. You know, just those kind of assumptions of, of musicians or like, oh, you'll leave that person. Uh, she'll leave you um, if you were, uh, when she becomes famous, for example. Like assumptions of that, 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 that's an assumption 
about me and my character that I won't take personally. I can't take that personally because it's just maybe what you've seen or what you you view as the stereotype of what a musician would do. Yeah, they just don't get it. It's, I mean, it's one, they're not exposed to it. And I know, I mean, I can only speak about like my family's experience as immigrants, which is, yeah. is different, you know, like when it comes to the sort of, you know, creative fields, their brain is like, we had to suffer so much to get stability. Mm. And now you're going to go off and be an artist. Like they're, they just want after so much struggle for mm. their kids to be okay financially yeah. Like they just don't get it. It's sort of the binary of either you're dirt poor and you're not doing anything or you're too famous and everyone wants to jump on you. So you're going to cheat on my son. Like yeah, yeah. it's um, it's the two binaries, you know, 100 percent. It's 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 I really got to know everything that you're talking to me about. Yeah. And it's another thing that I thought was interesting with all this is I think when we, we feel that we need to protect ourselves which in this sense, obviously for very valid reasons, you know, there's the mix of, you know, unfortunately some racism, misunderstanding around your career, just coming, you know, a family coming from a very insular Italian culture. And then there's sort of the flip side of it, which is that in the valid protection, I think it can almost be easy to ignore the parts of the relationship that are flawed because you feel like you have to double down to protect it from the outside 100 percent, 100 percent. i i i feel right now i'm at a stage where and to be honest this is post ep i think it's really easy for me to kind of point the finger at the other so kind of point the finger at well all of these all of these bad situations are happening within my relationship this is in relation to to, to you doing nothing all of all of these um uh, all of this bad stuff is being said and has been said. Um, but, and, and it's super, super easy for me to like point the finger and be like, oh, well, that person said this and that affected my relationship and that, that, that. But when do I take accountability? As in like, when do I, when do I go, well, I need to like kind of make different choices Um we can do things out of love and you know stay with someone regardless of it but to be honest I took a lot of I took a lot of a lot was said that really affected my mental health within the relationship which is why I was coasting like emotionally coasting and just kind of like letting go of what was actually truly affecting me and was building throughout the relationship which is why even this even felt like a like a huge splurge of emotion and um and 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 pain and and was a shock to be honest was a shock to the system especially but um yeah i i think i think for me it's 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 a huge lesson for me in 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 thinking, okay, maybe I should make different choices. Why am I going for the same thing or at least accepting, or at least like just um, letting it go without 
truly discussing that that has really bothered me instead of letting it kind of build up and and then he's like god like you don't want to be with me anymore but 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 why like you haven't said anything you haven't done this you haven't you know do you know what i mean like he's not responsible for you know what his family says or what his his the those external situations happen of course he he should stand up for me in the sense of that because he obviously knows me um knew me but um yeah i'm i'm at that i'm at, i'm at this stage where i'm kind of like so if i'm consistently going for people that are not right for me essentially am i Am I really like emotionally available? Is it something that I'm, you know, why am I attracted to the same thing? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just kind of, you know, that's not to beat myself up by the way, but it's more kind of, you know, I need to understand why I'm going, going for that. Yeah. You're human. You have to take the time to self-reflect and understand yourself. I mean, we all have our patterns. We all have you know, the things that we gravitate towards, both the unhealthy yeah. and the healthy, you're not any less valid in, in having that. And it's interesting hearing you say all that because then as we go into the next song, Fade, like that's where all of these things that you're saying, we really feel them. Like, like it's getting harder to ignore the broken mirrors. Like, you know, you can't suppress the issues and say everything's fine, whether it be the external things like a family member like family members who are not accepting you and carry a racial bias whether it be his internal issues as a person whether it be your internal issues as a person like mm -hmm. you can't bury those anymore and you really see all of that coming out of the woodwork on fade it's like all the questions and all the doubt have bubbled up and you're kind of swimming in it 100 percent, yeah completely and and um that one was the hardest one to write because i was really really in the thick of it my relationship hadn't ended at that point but i remember like fraser had asked me to <clears throat> a lot of this ep came from like a stream of consciousness regardless and i do write from that place so when it came to doing that for fade um it was yeah, it was really hard. It was really hard to accept. And even in that moment, I couldn't accept. I couldn't accept. When Fraser was like asking me, he was like, like, how do you feel? And how actually would you feel if your relationship completely ended right now? That was something that I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't process that. I couldn't process that in that moment. And I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I really couldn't accept that as a, I, I, when I tell you, I literally genuinely couldn't even imagine that because my mind was so stuck in this place of that I was going to be with this person forever. I, I, I couldn't access it. And then when I started typing everything, it was just a splurge of just like, oh dear something something needs to something needs to to be done here mm. there's something not quite right <clears throat> yeah. going on i think that doubt reads through on the song but i think again it's a good thing because 
especially in music, not everything has to be closed and concluded. I think, you know, even for people who are going through their own sort of uncertainty where they, they, you know, have like one foot in, one foot out or have both feet in but don't feel right about it or just whatever, you know, it's... I think we all sometimes need that moment to sit in it or at least recognize that other people have to sit in it too sometimes. So, so again, it, it works that it's not a song that feels conclusive in any direction. 100%. Completely. Yeah. Well, I guess going from there into the final song, After the Storm, I initially kind of read it as, you know, after the sort of super highs and the super lows of finding this, you know, sort of more grounded clarity, you know, we talked about the big picture happiness earlier and this sort of, you know, finding a more like embracing all the go with the bad. I initially read that as accepting the relationship for what it is. Is that what it is? Or is it more like fighting for yourself or like a mix or I guess what's what kind of piece do you find that you were you were finding with the time that after the storm is about so um upon actually finishing the ep and finishing and actually even ending the relationship essentially after the storm is is based off a uh beyonce lyric that um I that has stayed with me for like the rest of my life since I was like seven and it's it's from me myself and I and it's it goes after all the rain you see the sun come out again and I was I was speaking to Fraser about it and I was just like this is literally life this is literally this is literally the relationship I have to go through the bad eggs I have to go through these situations in order for there to be light at the end of the tunnel in order for me to even learn from my situation so I I, it wasn't so much me accepting like how where I was within the relationship it was it's essentially accepting that this is a part of life these these um these low times that I'm having whether it's directly to do with um uh the relationship that I was in, um, I have to go through that in order for me to be happier in the end. And yeah, for there to be light at the end of the tunnel, because I'm not going to be in darkness the whole time. And yeah, it's, it's, it's really a, a song of hope for me and, and actually sober, like soberness in thoughts because I, it's so strange. It's not strange. Of course, so many people go, th- we all go through it where, where when you're so deeply engrossed within a relationship, I was deeply, deeply engrossed. I got into this relationship right after uni. It's the first ever serious relationship that I've gotten into. Went sh- straight into living with that person, really, to be honest. And I'd only known that person for a year um, at that point. So you you are absorbed. And I wasn't absorbed to the point where like I wasn't focused on my career. I wasn't focused yeah, no. on thingy. I've I've very much been very aware in that sense, where that could never music is my life. So it, it can never, no one can ever, no human can ever like deter my path. But 
you can be absorbed and lost to the point where you don't even recognize certain negative behaviors that I talk about even in after the storm I didn't realize it was too toxic to even realize some of the stuff that was going on within the relationship um this song is really showing that I was deep I was deep into something but now I'm out I'm out of that now and I'm moving forward and and going the right direction and I'm and I even though I don't know what's at the end of that tunnel I just know that there's greatness there and it's going to be uh it's going to be a good thing for me this has been a good thing for me regardless of the years that I've been spent and you know it hasn't been a waste of time you need this this is what you needed so yeah that's why I wanted it for 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 that to come across and in that track and 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 to even I like you said not conclude but it's the next stage it's the next chapter of where i'm gonna go next even though i don't know so yeah joyride is available now wherever you normally get your music this podcast is hosted edited and produced by myself sophia lopercaro and the artwork is by meg welford Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.